Hey, Nelson, alcoholic addict. That's not my real name. That is my pen name that I use at LOL Sober. I caught a really interesting daily reflections reading the other day, and I'll just, I'll read it to you. It's, it's called uh, Overcoming Loneliness. It's from November 17th, um, and it begins, almost without exception, alcoholics are tortured by loneliness. Even before our drinking got bad, people began to cut us off, nearly all of us suffered the feeling that we did not quite belong. And that part of the reading is from As Bill Sees It, um, another piece of sober literature. That's page 90 of As Bill Sees It. And then there's a couple more sentences at the bottom, and, and I'll read that too. The agonies and the void that I often felt inside occur less and less frequently in my life today. I have learned to cope with solitude. It's only when I am alone and calm that I am able to communicate with God, for he cannot reach me when I am in turmoil. It is good to maintain contact with God at all times, but it is absolutely essential that when everything seems to go wrong, I maintain that contact through prayer and meditation. Again, that is the November 17th reading of Daily Reflections. Uh, I found about 10 different parts of that reading that spoke to me, but I'm going to focus on one line, um, and it's the line that says, It is only when I am alone and calm that I am able to communicate with God, for he cannot reach me when I am in turmoil. And the second part of that, the sentence specifically grabbed my attention. The idea that when I am in turmoil, I cannot connect with my higher power. It just can't happen. Throw out the God stuff. Just throw out the God stuff completely. Um, as I have mentioned many times on this newsletter, I only have ever had like a vague understanding of what my higher power is. I don't have a church that I go to. I don't have a God with a painting on the wall anywhere. And my, there's, my God does not have a religious text that I read from every day. Um, it's all much squishier and hard to explain. Um, and I struggle with it, but a lot of it boils down to a, a few simple concepts. One is that I believe there are things, a lot of things, bigger than me. The sun, the universe, gravity, the ocean, um, and on and on. It's a long list of things that are beyond me. So I am not a higher power. And as long as I remember that, I am generally okay. I am not a higher power. And I'm certainly not my own higher power. That is, that is bad legal representation to have your own, have yourself as your higher power. The other big thing is that when is that I haven't closed the door on anything. I've I've met people who have had bad experiences with religion, and they really bristle at the God stuff to the point where it like prevents them from from really latching on to sobriety. They just don't like the God stuff so much. And I get it. I feel that way sometimes. I, I definitely do. I just, I just always try to make sure that I am open for anything in the spiritual zone. I'll listen to anything. I just, I want to be open. So my higher power is a lot about spiritual principles and paying attention to what the universe is, is trying to tell me. Um, I often find what I need when I listen, when I absolutely listen for my higher power to speak to me through other sober people, I, I see God through other people so many times. Um, you know, I share the same thing over and over again, but it's remarkable for me how much calling three sober men 
who have strong principles and a strong program and good morals call three men. I, I, it's remarkable how much that I can feel like God spoke to me by the end when I get done. Um, so back, back to the second half of the sentence that I highlighted. It's the part that says, for he cannot reach me when I am in turmoil. That really struck me. That word struck me, turmoil. I, I no longer drink and I no longer do drugs, but I certainly can get addicted to stuff. Happens almost every day. It includes, you know, food, caffeine, but it also includes grudges and gossip and anger and resentment. Um, it, it sounds weird to say that I can get addicted to anger, but it, it's true. Anger, it can be exciting. It can give you a sense of purpose and on a on a boring Tuesday, sometimes, sometimes a, a good, nasty email, it might kind of suck, but it's riveting. I'm not bored. It's exciting. Uh, it's exciting in a bad way. Uh, but when I think about the word turmoil in that sentence, it really makes me, it really makes sense to me that if I'm in turmoil, even if it's just a one email or a text message um, while I'm at the grocery store, I, I cannot possibly process things the way I want if I am in turmoil. I can't. I can't be quiet and I can't listen for the words I need to use or the email that I actually need to type. It's it's all me thinking that I need to go, 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 go. And um that's what I want that I wanna in those moments I wanna I wanna argue. I wanna defend myself. I wanna do all sorts of turmoil type behaviors and my brain is good at that stuff. It's good at cranking out lots of stuff to keep the tornado going. And it's interesting to me that the the reading that I mentioned here is called, its title is Overcoming Loneliness, because the answer to turmoil for me is not as simple as just sitting in a quiet room. It certainly helps most of the time. It's, it's very helpful to find, go look for solitude, go look for it. But I also find myself occasionally um, getting into a quiet room and taking some deep breaths and trying to clear my mind, but then I end up just sitting by myself and whipping myself into a frenzy. You know, it can also be ripe for more turmoil. So that's why, as dumb as as basic as this sounds, the the best answer to me uh, to quietly defeating turmoil is to get to a meeting. You know, I end up getting my turmoil valve shut down for an hour at least. Maybe not completely shut off, but like shut down most of the way. And that clears out some space for the better, healthy stuff to come back into my brain. Because the turmoil, man, turmoil locks the door, man. Locks the door, doesn't let any of that good stuff in there to, to combat it. So I was a little bit, you know, I was a little grumpy and argumentative and frustrated over the week, this past weekend. And I was like, I got to get to a meeting. And so I went and the meeting was one of those meetings that went around in a circle. It didn't do show of hands. So it went around in a circle and I was the first person <laughs> that got called on. And I had like 50 things. I, I was like ready to rumble. I had all these things I wanted to kind of put out there. And it just dawned on me, like, I felt like the most valuable thing for me was to, that meeting was to pass and just listen. And so I did that. And the meeting went very well. It helped enormously shut down so much of the turmoil in my brain because I just sat there and I listened. I will be totally honest, though. You know, it was a meeting where we got done a little early and the chairperson asked if anybody who passed would want to share. And 
I raised my hand and I shared all 50 things then. So I did kind of, um, I did kind of air out what I needed to, but it was after, after I kind of closed the door behind me and kept the turmoil in the hallway. And so I ended up having a great 4th of July holiday because I did that, you know? And so, um, I just really appreciate it. Thank you for letting me share.